once you understand what's happening in the customer domain, once you understand what you're going to sell your own domain, the question now is how do you connect the two? And that's where my third shift comes in, right? The connection of the client to the domain requires that we forge, we meaning marketers forge a very strong relationship with partnership with sales. And this is where I think, again, some things need to change, Joe. I almost look at this whole demand creation process in a company has made up of two speeds. If you're familiar with the concept of gear wheels, every automobile will have this, right? So you have smaller gears which spin faster but lifts lesser weight. And then you have larger wheels which spin slower but lift a lot of, you know, generate a lot of torque and obviously lift a lot more load. So I look at sales and marketing as two gear wheels. Sales is a smaller gear wheel which runs once every quarter, which means there are four rotations in a year. Marketing is a larger gear wheel, runs probably once a year because you do a annual planning. So why is this construct important? It's important because unless the two mesh together, you're not going to drive demand integrated for the company. So sales continues to do something on their own, marketing is doing something on their own, and the twain shall not meet. So it's important for marketing, even in our one-year annual plans, to make sure that we are feeding enough on a quarterly basis because a salesperson is bothered on that quarterly outcomes. So while marketing is busy driving that annual outcomes, we also need to make sure that on a quarterly basis, we are feeding into the sales gear wheel so that the sales gear wheel is also turning. That's from a time dimension, how marketing needs to mesh with sales. I would also argue from a language dimension, it's time for marketing to simplify and, and maybe even de-intellectualize ourselves because I sense that as marketers, we tend to intellectualize a lot of stuff to the point where the salesperson does not understand what is marketing doing. I think it's important that we deconstruct that and simplify that in a language that makes sense here and now for the salesperson to consume. Example, if you look at marketing campaign plans, it's typically customer, we are going to create this website, the customers are going to come here, we'll throw them this, they'll click on this and whoever clicks on this, we'll give them this and then the second touch is this and if they click on that, we'll get them to a third touch. We'll say, explain this to a salesperson, he'll say, thank you very much, I, you lost me. So that's what I mean by, you know, don't think you can think one year annual, but break it down into quarter and break it down in terms of some simple things that can be easily communicated and you can get a buy-in from the sales guys. So this is important for us to ensure that the sales and marketing partnerships are tight. Yeah. yeah. Define some of the KPIs. Marketing, again, we tend to sometimes define our KPIs in, in, in ways that only marketing understands. So if you can define some of our KPIs in common language that sales understands. So these are small things, Joe. None of this is rocket science. But I think we can all do a lot better if you can just deconstruct some of this complexity and make it simple enough for people to understand in a language that everybody understands. That's going to drive sales and marketing partnerships tighter. So these three are, to me, most critical. Always good. But in times like this, where you got to do a lot more, where you don't have too much money to throw around, where you don't have, unfortunately, too much of resources to experiment with, just got to do these things better and better. That's the only way we can start to sell value, both internally and externally. Yeah, absolutely agree. Most marketers 
forget about the basics and they do things that go beyond that. So I'm curious, going back to the marketing sales alignment, is there anything that you guys did previously in any of your previous roles that very sure. few people did when it came to marketing and sales alignment? Sure. I'll give you a recent example. At my last role, when I was, when I joined the, when I joined the company, one of the complaints that the general management had, I mean, the sales leadership had and the GM had was, hey, marketing defines outcomes in terms of MISO, which is, which is what most companies, tech companies, B2B companies do, right? They define the marketing outcomes in terms of marketing sourced opportunities, MSO. But it's always a challenge for a salesperson because they can never, MSO makes it very hard for you to establish any sort of a traceability, which says a customer came into this event, for example, and as a result of that customer coming into the event, here is a lead that has been identified. So that explainability, that traceability is so difficult to establish in this MSO construct that my sales leaders were complaining that I don't know, sales, some of our sales guys did not make numbers, but marketing, everybody made numbers. Everybody patted themselves on the back. What are you guys doing? Can we get more real? So there was a huge credibility challenge between sales and marketing. And again, they wanted uh, me to take control of the overall pipeline and demand management process, which included things like what does marketing do as part of the marketing engine for sure, but also what does the inside sales guys do outbound calling? or tackling the inbound responses, how do they convert, as well as what do the account executives or the direct sales guys do. So they wanted me to take a perspective of starting with, do we have enough pipe? If you ask this question, such a simple question, do we have enough pipe? How much pipe do we need to make sure we make our numbers? Super simple question, but I can challenge. You ask this question to 10 people, you'll get 10 different answers. Some people will say, I need a lot more leads to make my numbers, which is really a throw more volume at me. Some people will a little bit more enlightened will say, I have enough, but it's not moving fast enough. They throw back a velocity question at you. And some other people, even more enlightened, they would say, I don't need more leads because I only have two hands to deal with it. And they are moving fast enough. The leads that are coming in, just not yielding. Maybe these are not the right target audiences that we wanted. So there are various levels of maturity. So I was tasked with establishing the overall pipeline demand management system, which looked at what is coming in, what is going out, do we have enough? Are we creating enough? Are we creating, how much are we creating for next quarter versus three quarters out? All those things. And then establish this pipeline management system. Now, one of the best things that we did, Joe, was to really handshake on what is the problem statement we are defining. At that point, it was, uh, we shifted it from a pure volume discussion to volume plus velocity plus yield discussion. The second thing we did was have a common handshake on what are the KPIs? How are we going to measure this? Because without that, again, half the crowd will be saying we have made our numbers. The other half will be saying we don't have enough. I won't go into the details at this point, but Having clarity on the problem statement, agreeing on how the success will be measured, the KPIs, having that common terminology of KPIs was critical. And then, of course, running the cadence, the usual management system, making the management system your best friend is so critical if you want to run some of these things. So we actually turned the ship around. And yeah, so no rocket science again, but it just needs sometimes grunt work.
Yeah, like I said, a lot of the times we forget this as marketers. We get too deep into the day job that we forget about this alignment and these handshakes that take place. So, Arun, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your insights. Thank you very much. And for everyone watching and listening to today's episode, please feel free to share it with your marketing or sales team or your GM, whoever might find it helpful. Otherwise, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you on the next episode.